Hi, I'm Megan Gailey. And the last thing I prayed for was, I think, um, for a certain someone to lose in the 2020 election. And baby, my prayers were answered. <laughs> I have 10 minutes until dinner time. What's for dinner? My mom, my mom is making chili. Um, it's turkey chili. It's not oh, technically a summer food, but here we are. I love soup in the summer. I actually love, I love soup, soup any time. season. It's so good. Except for prolon soup. Oh yeah, I need to take a break from prolon. Oh my god, I I have a little bit of trauma from the last time I did it, so it's gonna be a while. I get that. I was thinking about doing it again when I got back to LA, and I don't think I have the strength. Whatever. You anyway, don't you're fine. Anyway, okay, you're fine. Ugh, I hate when people say you're fine instead of like, you know, if you say like, excuse me, like you know, or if you hit someone <laughs> in the grocery store, you like pass by someone in an aisle and you say oh I'm so sorry like you're fine I just think it comes off so rude even though I think it's just a midwest thing yeah I think so something that I recently learned that I do because my boyfriend makes fun of me I didn't even realize he was making fun of me until I was like wait is the voice that you're mocking mine and he was like yes (laughs) and what it is is when I'm asking someone like customer service a question or I like run into someone at the grocery store I'll be like um excuse me <laughs> and my voice gets oh, no. so high. <laughs> He's like, you don't talk like that. I think everyone does that. Everyone does that to customer service individuals. Everyone does that on the yeah. phone. Like if you have to answer your phone, how do you answer it for work? Hi, this is Jessica. Exactly. Like that's not your voice. <laughs> What's wrong with us? Or you know what? That's what I do. I, I go, Bandera, this is JC. It's like that is not my voice. <laughs> <laughs> And then if it's someone I know, my voice drops like nine octaves. It's like, Tracy. Hi. You know, I'm like, hello. <laughs> so glad you called. <laughs> I guess unintentional shout out to Sabina. Um, shout but out she Sabina. did call today. Anywho, I do want to discuss something important. I've had a bagel every day for the last three days. <gasps> That's so funny. I too had a bagel. I had a bagel. I didn't have one today because it's Monday and I do... Carbless Monday? Starvation Mondays. No. <laughs> Except for the chili. And then I had a bagel on Sunday and I had a bagel on Friday, but I skipped Saturday. I got bagels from Sam's when my mom was visiting and my mom was like, does JC like these bagels? Sam's, like, Sam's are actually okay. Yeah, Sam's are good. It's a it's a big bagel, which I appreciate. You're getting a lot of bang for your buck. The problem with, well, which Sam's did you go to? The one in Larchmont or the one in West Hollywood? I went to the one in Santa Monica on Main Street. I didn't even know there was one in Santa Monica. It's true. I'm down to check that out. The last time I went to the one in Larchmont, they made me wait like 45 minutes. I truly ordered a bagel with cream cheese. I was like, what is the deal? Quality-wise, it's, you know, acceptable, passable. My experience was lovely. They were very quick and efficient. And the man who was checking me out was very kind. He was helping a blind gentleman who was ordered before me. And he like walked him out the door and like handed him everything. And it was really one of those like, moments where your faith was restored in humanity it was beautiful i love that yeah jazz was that your live laugh l'chaim? i realized we didn't do live laugh l'chaim last week i know we forgot yes that was my live laugh l'chaim. what was yours i haven't even thought about it now i'm like so ill prepared um is it the turkey chili fuck no honestly like turkey chili i love it but i i prefer the way i make it more than the way any other person makes it so i mean i should have volunteered to make dinner tonight but i didn't but here anyway, you are talking um, shit. i should i look through my calendar to see what my live left behind was i genuinely don't even think i had one this week um you know what here we go live left behind i went upstate to my family's country house and we thought it was gonna rain all day and there was sun baby we had a full day of sun didn't start raining until the nighttime. So live, laugh, l'chaim. God is we real. Love. And he was shining his light. They were shining their light on you. Oh, God absolutely needs <laughs> they, them pronouns. Yes, for sure. All the Bible should change. Reprint immediately of every single Bible. Yes. Someone get the Bible on the phone. Who produces the Bibles? <laughs> Who's making? Penguin Random House. They probably are making so much money. I do want to shift our attention to this week's guest, Megan Gailey, who was incredible. We had such 
fucking incredible. We had the best time. We, had we the- always say that we had the best time, but we really, we had the really best did. Time. Like I was so engrossed in our conversation. We were talking about basically being Irish and also growing up in the Midwest, and it was fascinating. There's just so much I didn't know. There's there's so much I didn't know. There's some there's something in this conversation for everyone. Mm-hmm. Like homegirl lived in Ireland. She also worked at Jewish summer camp. So like there's a lot to unpack. Yes. She also lived in Indiana, which is equally as riveting. It actually was riveting. That's a testament to Megan's personality and wit that she made Indiana interesting. This is actually just a Megan Gailey <laughs> fan podcast. Okay, enjoy the episode. We know you will. I don't even know why I have to say that. I know everyone's going to love it. We always say it. We're like, enjoy. Okay, so here's us talking to Megan Gailey. Hey there, we're JC and Jessica. Hello. And this is, okay, hi. This is Pray For Us. It's a podcast about practicing ancient religions in the modern day. We're talking about how we observe Judaism and all other religions when it comes to holidays, relationships, food, and everything in between. Today, we're talking to the lovely Megan Gailey. Megan is a comedian, writer, and podcaster. You've seen her on The Tonight Show, Conan, Lights Out with David Spade, um, which you all know of because of Jessica, <laughs> and Comedy Central's Half Hour Specials. And while you're listening to this podcast, you should go listen to her new-ish podcast, I Love a Lifetime Movie. So, guys, welcome to the podcast, Megan. Hi. Welcome. That was an, an amazing introduction. I miss Lights Out. I know. Oh. Sad. I miss going into an office and interacting with other humans, but yeah, this will do. I don't. Really? Yeah. <laughs> no, to be honest, no. I am living my <laughs> best life from home, from my parents' basement at the moment. <laughs> if JC could live in her parents' basement for the rest of her life, she would be happy. I am. See, I am not that different than that. Even like as a married woman, I'm like, I don't know. I think we could live in my parents' basement and have a great time. <laughs> I lived in my parents' basement post-college with my grandmother. Oh, my we loved it. Loved it. Megan, Wait. where are you from? I'm from Indianapolis, Indiana. Yes, yes. Yeah. The Bible Belt. Yes. That's, yeah. We'll touch on that. Segwaying right in. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What the heck was that like? (laughs) It was, you know, interesting. You know, you you don't know that a place you grow up is weird in any way because Mm -hmm. it's just like where you're from. Um, And now I obviously go back and it's so white and it's so Christian and it's so Jesus driven and you're like oh this is crazy did you travel at all or like have a lot of exposure yes. to other religions yes. or communities like when you were growing up or was this after you left home no it was even growing up I mean for me my so my parents are from upstate New York okay oh, uh, my shake. brothers were both born elsewhere so we were not the like quote unquote traditional who's your family. I'm like the only one that was had never lived anywhere else. But because of that, my parents, you know, my dad went to Cornell. And so it's like when he went to go to school, I guess I have to go back a little bit. My dad is Irish Protestant and my mom is Irish Catholic. And so they hate each other. Like way longer than anything. (laughs) Famously hate each other. They had a war and they they named it the Troubles because that's how like not into calling it a war they were. So when when my dad went away to college, his grandmother who, you know, had immigrated from she would call it Londonderry. My mom would call it Derry. Like, they don't even call the town the same like, oh, yeah. because oh, no of the way. religion. So when my dad was going to college, she said, if you have a Catholic roommate, you will need to move out. Whoa. Um, and so my dad got to college and, like, called and was like, I'm living with a Baptist and um, a Jewish guy. And she was like, okay, great. Love it. <laughs> so, like, they... They both kind of grew up in religious type households that was open to anything except for the thing that was like kind of the most similar to them. Right. You know, like it's like you're not that different. You guys live. They lived in the same tiny town. They knew all the same people. They obviously were. They didn't care. Mm-hmm. They didn't have any. My dad wasn't like, I will marry a Protestant. Like, it's not, you know, he's not a king. So, like, they didn't give a damn. My mom went to Catholic school, hated it. So, like, she didn't really care. But their their families really did. And by the time 
my parents got together, unfortunately and fortunately, my great grandmother had Alzheimer's so mm. badly that she forgot that she hated Catholic people. Mm, that'll do it. That's kind of the beauty of Alzheimer's. Yeah, yes. yeah <laughs> it is. And a lot, you forget. And it's true. A lot of the hatred and a lot of the, I've worked with a lot of Alzheimer's patients and you forget a lot of um, the things that made you angry. Sometimes people that are really kind and sweet become angry oh, because sad. of the confusion. Yeah. Um, but then sometimes people that were mean become nice because they forgot who they're mad at. That's wild. I just cannot believe that I didn't realize that Protestants and Catholics hated each other so much mm-hmm. to the point where like they couldn't live together. They're like random no. roommates. I don't know. What made your parents move to Indiana? Um, my dad's job. Okay. That yeah. makes sense. And then they got there and they were like, huh, this is cute. <laughs> and and stayed and, and still lived there. But they definitely... You know, I think over the last few years, my parents are are liberal and support much different sort of yeah, things than, right. you know, like Indiana has now almost reverted backwards to being more religious and more tied to Christianity that that ends up pushing people out. And I think my parents mm-hmm. will be two casualties of that because it just sucks for Indiana. You yeah, know? of I course. Think it, I think it pushes out educated welcoming, loving people that are mm-hmm. like, oh, this doesn't really match the way that I live and navigate the world anymore. Yeah, absolutely. So were you raised one way over the other or? Yeah. So when my parents got married, um, they got married in a Catholic church mm-hmm. and my my dad had to, he didn't convert to Catholicism, but I I believe he had to like take an oath or a vow or something that he was not going to try and trick us into becoming Protestant. Um, And so we were raised Catholic and went to, I, you know, I was first communion and confirmation. I was like, what Mm -hmm. was, um, so my brothers did all of it. And my dad still sings at the Catholic church that we were like raised going to. Mm -hmm. He just doesn't take communion. So he, he just loves to sing. He's not even that religious. Loves to sing, has played Jesus in the plays, <laughs> is a rocker, you know, gets the solos. But then when it comes time for communion, he just steps back and, you know, I love that. Down. Yeah, that's... I feel like that's those are the highlights of any church mm-hmm. mass or temple, you know, service is mm-hmm. the sing song thing. Yeah. Sing song. I literally the sing song thing. I literally made my parents change temples when I was in. I think fourth grade because one of the temples had a children's choir and the other didn't. And I wanted to be <laughs> in the children's. Like, Hello? I was like, I'm a star. I literally yeah. thought I was like, I the best singer of all time. 100%. And it was fun for like a year until I then reverted to thinking it was so fucking lame. But oh. it was fun while, yeah. I, I would have loved if you were like, I was too good. You know, I needed to then go to <laughs> I think a larger I temple. I needed to go to the Disney star temple. I wasn't getting the recognition that I deserved. Yeah. And that happens. Sometimes mm-hmm. people, you know, Lady Gaga, a room, a hundred people, mm-hmm. 99, you know. She loves to remind one. us. You know her anecdote. But we were, we were like, quote, unquote, like Irish, when, People find out you're Irish Catholic. It's like, oh, that's like, that's really just into like the guilt. Like, it's really so much less about the Jesus and more about mm-hmm. like the be nice to your mom. Yeah. Um. And so we would, we would go, we would watch my dad sing and then we would bowl. Like we were, <laughs> we were last in, first out. And it was really, we just wanted to hear Jeff rip, you know? And then we would take communion. Are we saying after communion? No, we got places to go. We got things to do. Wait, communion is the body of Christ or whatever, right? The body and the body and the blood. Oh, and the blood. Okay. Yes, but I never. It, it sucked because, like, when first communion, they had us train or whatever. They mm-hmm. had us eat like bread, nice good bread, mm-hmm. a baguette, and then like <laughs> Welch's and Welch's grape juice. And I'm like, oh, hell yeah, this is great. (laughs) And then when we got up there for like the actual ceremony, they're giving, you know, kids in second grade a sip of wine and it's disgusting, (laughs) but you can't be like, because you're like, oh, it's the blood of Christ. Um, And then you get the wafer, which also sucks. And you're like, what the fuck? But my, my mom was raised Catholic enough where like, and I think it used to be this way. So masses were obviously in Latin and they could not eat anything until communion so like communion had to be the first 
morsel of water, food, anything that you'd had on that Sunday. And then you could eat, but that's not, we weren't, that's not how I was brought up. Religions are like obsessed with starving you for a period yeah. of time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're big proponents of intermittent fasting, which is actually very good for mm-hmm. you, but tough to actually do. Well, and like, I think the, the, final holdover for my parents and religion is fish fries like they still go they love them if there was a fish fry in LA I would I would love it like it's so I don't even think of it but I know it you know it only happens during Lent on Fridays my parents will go to any fish fry anywhere and it's like it could ISIS could be putting it on we gotta stop in oh my hush puppies Come on, Jeff. Come on. There are a few things like the fish fry, mainly food related things like the fish fry. And then I know in Italian culture, they do like the meal of the seven fishes. Yes. Yeah. And then that's Christmas, right? I think think that's Christmas. Yeah. But there's a lot of fish related Christian events that I'm like, these should be mainstream. These should be mainstream. I want to partake. Like it's because we can't, we're not supposed to eat meat of any kind on Fridays of Lent. Gotcha. So no chicken, pork, beef. It's just not that don't like if I ever give anything up for Lent, it's because I'm like trying to lose weight. It's you know, like I'm like, I guess I like won't eat. I guess I won't get high and eat until midnight. (laughs) But it's not I'm really I'm not doing it to honor Christ in the way that we were supposed to. What's the with the Jesus fish that you see like on the back of people's cars and stuff? I don't know. When I see that I go, nope, not gonna be my kind of person. (laughs) Um, Because that's like, you kind of do like, even growing up, I would go to people's houses and they would pray. That's not what we did not pray before meals. We didn't. I was not told to like pray before bed. I would mm-hmm. I would pray at church. And then if someone was like sick, if I had a grandparent yeah. ill, I, but my parents weren't telling me to. But like in Indiana, it's like you would go to people's houses and it was like, oh, wow. OK, I, I was allowed to watch PG-13 before I was 13. Kids mm. could not. And, and some of it is just like, oh, maybe parents are strict. But in a place like Indiana, a lot of it is sort of a trickle down effect of like, how religiously strict is the family? Yeah, that's so intense. Did you guys drink milk with dinner? I feel like I'm getting... Okay, Yes, that's the vibe I was getting. Yes, so I actually did not know that was weird until (laughs) I... I didn't do it, like, in college, but I definitely did it growing (laughs) up. And then I was a uh, camp counselor at an all-girls Jewish summer camp and drink milk. (laughs) And my friend Rachel... You probably got ripped to shreds. Well, I actually wasn't even the one drinking my friend Rachel, who's also from Indiana. She was drinking milk, and the girls were like, what the fuck is going on? We were both like, wait, no, that's just like, what? That's, I don't, and it must be Midwestern. Yeah, I think Um, so. I think it, you know what? I think it, I'm not sure because I had a few randomly like universalist Unitarian friends growing up in Uh New York and they all drank milk, drank milk, drank milk with. (laughs) That's how we say it though. Come on, get your milk, warship, warship for dinner. People are like, people do not say warship. And I'm like, yes, they do. And then you come to Indiana and you hear people say warship. And they're like, where am I? What is this place? Um, yes, it was a, a meeting of the minds to have two sort of Catholic, I like my friend Rachel, she's probably, you know, just white European. Yeah. Um, and so to have us <laughs> plopped into this Jewish summer camp and they were like, you guys read so Jewish to us. Like they would always be like, no, Megan, you like you're a Jap. And it's like, yes, of course, of course. But like th- that can be in a different culture, you know, like, of course, you can be an Irish snob. Yeah, you can you can be all these. And and so I almost think I was unique for these 12 year old Jewish girls to see like, oh, my God, this this exists outside of Judaism. Yes, absolutely. How did you get that gig? Like what? Also, what camp? I have to ask. Yeah, I hate um, it was it was Camp Wayne. Wait, why do I know uh, that? What I mean, that? that's next to Tawanda. So I went it's to Camp one. I went to Camp Tawanda. Okay. okay. It's yeah. also in Honesdale, Pennsylvania, Wayne County, yes. baby. Yes. Mm-hmm. So they're like, is that the Poconos or is it? Yeah, the... it's the Poconos. Yes. So it was in the Poconos. I got it. My friend Rachel, she knew a guy who was a counselor on the boy side from high school. He he was like head of tennis. And so she Hi. went to be the cheerleading in like 
counselor and they were really struggling finding a theater person. They were like, all the theater yes. people are so weird. And my friend Rachel was like, well, my friend is weird, but I do think she'll <laughs> like, she's weird in a way that you'll like. And so I interviewed and then I became the assistant theater director. So we, it was myself wow. and another woman who had been there like a long time. And we like directed, choreographed, auditioned, did built the sets for the three plays. Did people call you drama, Megan? Um, Wait, what? People, <laughs> yeah, I think people did were like, that's the yeah, maybe they did. If you didn't come to if you weren't going to do the plays, you wouldn't know who I was, you know, like some kids didn't want to be in the plays. And then it's like, well, who's this bitch? So you didn't have campers? We did. Oh, well, you did. I was in a bunk. Yeah, I, okay. I was in a bunk and my campers were all prepping for their bot mitzvah so they were going oh in. tough year it was it was a t that was the year i wanted i was like i want middle school mm -hmm. i want to be able to like that was my toughest time so i was like i feel like if i can shed some light for some gals <laughs> and i loved my girls so much i ended up not i was asked to go back multiple years and I would have loved to I just started getting internships like yeah. I went and worked for NBC for one year you know like it was stuff that I was like I think maybe I need to like build my resume quote, yeah quote for some reason I think Indiana is like the most popular place for camp counselors I went to camp in like is this California true? we had so many counselors from Indiana it was nuts like Wow. They all, all of them went to like IUPUI or whatever that school IUPUI is. IUPUI is Indiana University, Purdue University, Indianapolis. There you yes. go. Longest college name of all time. Uh-huh. And I think- We had a lot of Canadians. Yes. We had a lot of Canadians. That's what ours too. was. Yeah. We were, we were very unique, actually, to be- I think they go to the Midwest. Like, I went to a Big Ten school. I definitely think they recruit counselors out they of do. midwestern big 10 totally. schools that is probably a maybe a trustworthy vibe i don't know yeah they're just like oh these people like to be outside they also they like, don't care that much yeah you know, like, they, they can be a mosquito <laughs> they love to recruit from like the culty schools like the raw raw culty schools because then you could really like get into the camp spirit and like get yeah, into gotcha. the olympics or the color war whatever so if you, you call like it. love sports you know, yeah. your school. Okay, that mm -hmm. makes sense. That makes sense. And like if there, yeah. if it's a school with like a big Greek life culture, like a lot of that translates really that well. That was ours to, too, yeah. Mm -hmm. We were sorority sisters. Yeah. Yes. That's what it is. They were like, what sorority are you in? I'm like, not a Jewish one, gal. Not a Jewish <laughs> sorry. one. Sorry, ladies. <laughs> not an SDT. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Where did you Where, go Where'd college? you go? I went to Purdue. I also like need to know what you guys did on your days off because that was like. So we would go to like Scranton or, yep, Britain, you know, you would go to one of those towns. Um, we go to Ithaca. Gosh, we so for our big trip, my like the that the my campers went to. We went to Hershey, Pennsylvania. Yep. Yeah, it's like the standard. I think I went to like a minor league baseball game. The one. Scranton Yankees? Yes, the Scranton <laughs> Yankees. Um, I have pictures with that mascot. And we so went, do I. <laughs> we, yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's great. I like I love all the pizza up there. I can't remember the bars. We would like go to the bars, get wasted, and then we you would because you only have like and, three hours or like yeah, two and a half and hours you're to not wasted. slam shots, and then yeah. you have to like walk into a bunk full of children and like pretend you're sober. Uh huh. Crazy. Uh -huh. And I wasn't even 21, so I was using a neither fake was ID. I. Me too. And my girls found my fake ID, and they were like, "Who's Amy?" And I'm like, "Oh, you know." <laughs> <laughs> My older sister, whoops, must have taken her ID when I left. Total accident. Were they like yeah. rummaging through your stuff? How did that happen? No, they were good girls. I don't, I probably left it out. I mean, I was a dumbass. <laughs> like, I'm a 20 year old in charge of children. Like, who knows what I was up to? One of my girls, she got such a, I, maybe I'll have to have you bleep the camp. I truly love my girls. I still keep in contact with a lot of them. Oh, that's so Some sweet. of them have come to shows. It's like awesome. Um, But I had a girl who I loved so much and like, a week out from her parents coming to pick her up, we realized that she had like a giant knotted dread at the back of her head <laughs> no. because she just had not like brushed the back of her head all summer. And another girl worked on it tirelessly for five hours, uh, like a day, and ended up, we got it out right before her parents came to pick her up. <laughs> oh, God. That's a success story if I've ever heard one. It was so funny. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to get fired because I have a knot. That's head. not even that bad. <laughs> 
I was a counselor for boys, actually. No! At, which is crazy. At my camp, there are always four, three or four female counselors who live on boys' camp who are counselors for the two youngest age groups of boys okay, to be like the makes, big okay. sister yeah, yeah, yeah. figure. And you don't sleep in the bunk with them, but you just sleep with the other girl guy counselors is what they call yeah. them. And, oh my gosh, like two days before visiting day, we realized that this one kid was hiding pooped no underwear under his mattress and there were like six Aww. pooped underwears under his mattress no, and it was but... so sad because he was my favorite camper and he was so cute but we like had to talk to him about it and then we had to like talk to his parents about it yeah. it was um it was just a lice outbreak that'll really Ooh, that'll throw a it. wrench into a bunk too <laughs> you're like oh shit the bunk next to us had like so much lice and i was like oh we're gonna have like i was like i I've, I've got the wildest girls we're gonna have lice and get no lice and, I'm and like, then you just have oh. to walk around with like shower caps on all the I'm time like were we too dirty for the lice to come over here like they were like bunk 13 no way <laughs> that's it, the goal was it weird for you like because they were doing like all this like jew stuff or was that only no. like on Friday? No, I was very, I was like, I liked the Jewish stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's probably, I had Jewish friends growing up, mm -hmm. but then at Purdue, there's very few Jewish people. I mean, okay. I can't, like, I was in a massive sorority and I don't know if there was one Jewish girl in it, honestly. I used to play tennis at the JCC growing up. Like it was, it, mm. but it's, it, and this really is true of all the culture at Purdue. Like my high school was very, racially economically diverse like it was designed yeah. that way some people didn't like it i liked it um and then i went to purdue and it was like white washed like mm. there was yeah. nothing there was no one outside of the quote unquote norm of what indiana was and so i felt like i was stepping back in time almost yeah um and then i was in theater luckily and so i you're that's gonna give you a little bit more diversity of Definitely. thought. Mm -hmm. But then when I went to camp, it was like, oh, okay, there's like, there's foreigners here. There's right. black people here. There's Jewish people here. It felt, it's so, it's truly kumbaya. So you're seeing everyone <laughs> exist in like a loving, welcoming, supportive space. So it's, it was really nice. Yeah. Camp is like utopia. It's exactly not real life i wish it was it's though. not no it's not but it's better than real life yeah um, truly but... can you break down for us like upper middle class or middle class like wasp culture in the midwest or mm -hmm. do you think that they have wasps in the midwest because jc doesn't think so so have i said that yes it stuck with me i never forgot yeah it. <laughs> no i i have heard other people say that and obviously wasp is white anglo-saxon protestant mm -hmm. and so you don't Think of that as I, I think of the Midwest as very Christian okay. and like not even necessarily Catholic. Like Catholic to me, it's like archaic. Like it's like new wave Christianity is a lot of the bullshit happening there. And those giant massive churches and yeah. United mm -hmm. Methodists, like that's a, that's the, a huge presence. But I, there were country clubs. There was tennis, like I played, <laughs> I played tennis and golf in high school and you would see the same girls. So like yeah. when you're playing another team, you're like, oh yeah, that girl plays tennis and golf too. Yeah. And, and so those were the girls that I would like go to tennis camp with and, and we're friendly with and our like parents knew each other, but we, I went to the public school and they went to the private school or whatever, but you would go to, there's definitely nice country clubs in Indiana. It does end up being slightly different though it's not like it's not true waspism mm -hmm. because as i'm thinking about like the girls that i still know that are like rich and live in indiana and have like traditional sort of their husband works and they stay at home and take care of the kids they're all deeply religious yeah and it's and it's christianity and it's not protestant or white anglo-saxon and okay. i'm trying like hmm, i'm really trying to think i think I do think there's true wasps in the North Shore of Chicago, though, okay. or in like the far suburbs of Chicago. That I tracks. think Indiana, I think in Cleveland there are as well. Mm -hmm. um, but I think Indiana, it's like, ugh, it's not. I mean, even like the nicest country club that I thought when we were growing up, um, my mom was like, that's not a real country club. <laughs> like, you know, she was like bringing some New York to it. And like my mom was had a was a Deb in New York. And so I remember being. Yes. Okay. And so and not for the state, I think for like 
well, maybe just their country club or whatever. Yeah. And I remember being like, oh, well, I have a debutante, you know, not in like a whatever. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, honey, they don't do that here. You know, so there was <laughs> some element of... And, and for those examples, there was also my dad got like so into NASCAR. He's like, these people love it. And so, and then like we loved Jeff Gordon and then we found out all the hillbillies hate Jeff Gordon. So oh, like, they do? Even, they hate him because he can like read and has good teeth. And so- you Fuck go, that guy. Yeah, so you go watch and they're like, you. I mean, I went to a NASCAR race and I heard the F word, the bad F word, more, than, oh. more there than anywhere ever in my life I've heard it. So you do start to be like, oh, okay, it's a different time. It's different here. It's different yeah. here. And and even though I grew up there, I did have these parents that were like semi-outsiders. And and I do think that made us be a little like, hmm, we're better. You know, there yeah. was a little yeah. bit of like, my parents aren't from here, you know? <laughs> and, and it made me, it gave me like a true delusion. Yeah. A true delusion that it, I was better than, mm-hmm. One of the benefits of being a big fish in a small pond, I think. Yeah. And then when I got to college, I was like, whew, I'm way better than these people. I mean, I can't even. And like my brothers went to Miami of Ohio, which is very, very rich. Mm-hmm. And we're getting washed from New York. We're getting Florida washed. We're getting mm-hmm. we're getting washed. We're getting Jews. We're getting just rich from all over. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, I don't want to be. I don't want to feel that way. I want to Yeah, you want to feel yeah. superior. Like, yes, I'm bringing my Jeep Grand Cherokee and everyone be like, who's that L. Woods? Um, and so I did sort of like kind of create that. Like for as much as I'm being like, Purdue had nothing. I'm like, well, I did get to feel like still well off yeah because it's just you know it's an ag school that's just not the vibe speaking of ohio both my parents are from there and they're both Uh jewish so i always grew up thinking like wow ohio's teeming with jews like that's the mecca for jews because the only people (laughs) i knew there were my relatives my massive Uh jewish family and then like as i grew up i was like oh it's not like that like they're so but there's hasidic there's orthodox and and there's not an indiana like even my ex is from cleveland heights and and like i think it was traditionally shaker heights was i was just gonna say shaker heights cleveland heights was the jewish neighborhood and so like there's not a jewish neighborhood in indiana you know so even there being a designated sort of jewish suburb to me speaks to there were there was more than just your family gotcha Okay. But I, in Cincinnati, no, probably not. Like I'm thinking like Cleveland, yeah. maybe Columbus, but mm-hmm. I think once you get out in I know a Jewish family from Toledo. Mm-hmm. I definitely think they're they're sprinkled about, but it's not gonna be Long Island. Right. My dad's from Cincinnati. Nowhere is Long Island. No, there's nowhere else in the world like Long Island. (laughs) Your dad is from Cincinnati. Yeah, but it's definitely like it feels more Southern because they're right on the Kentucky border. It's very Southern. And like, there's definitely like a cultural shift when you're driving from Columbus to Cincinnati. You can feel it. There's all these like You can see the billboards. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like Jesus will say, like Jesus's marketing person is like amazing. Like people are obsessed with him. Obsessed. Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, stretches of high people when they're driving through Indiana, send me pictures all the time of like, what is this? And I'm like, (laughs) I didn't even I didn't know that was weird growing up. And you were make fun of it. But it's like, oh, yeah, not every state has a billboard talking about going to hell. Right. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And like all the abortion billboards. Like, yeah. 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 And mine and mine does. That's where I'm from. There's no place like home. I think I was in North Dakota. But then I started to, like, notice it in other states that aren't coastal states. If you go to a gas station, sometimes I'll have a church at the gas station, Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which is just like, I mean, fuck yeah. Like, that's insane. (laughs) Indiana's big into just selling fireworks anywhere. Like, you Mm. could... You can buy fireworks from a kindergarten if the kindergarten (laughs) is, like, in a church. But, like, growing up, we could not buy alcohol on Sundays. Oh, my God. Is that still the case in Indiana? No. Or they changed it? um, I I believe you can buy... I think liquor stores maybe are still closed, but I think you can buy it at grocery stores now. But, like, we would go to the grocery store and the aisle would be blocked off. (laughs) Just on Sunday. Just on Sunday. Do you have the ABC, is that what they're called? The ABC stores in What's Indiana that? or no? It's, I know they have it like in other places in the Midwest and then also in the South. Um, 
they're like government approved liquor stores oh, so no like, we we didn't have that but i know in college like you know there would be days where it was like classes were canceled for monday for like what used to be Columbus Day, Martin Luther King Day, all of that. Mm-hmm. And we would have to drive across the border into Illinois to buy um, a keg, buy cases, yeah. like anything. So that was kind of, you could Annoying. buy it at restaurants, I think. But even though, and like Indiana has pretty strict rules about bar designation. Like it's not enough to just be, I remember like going to New York with my parents far far upstate and they were like no you can come sit over here and i was like no 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 i can't <laughs> and they were like no that's not like you're with your parents it's not a rule here yeah um and in indiana you you were fully smoking inside until maybe five years ago but that's like, mind-blowing so children children are everywhere <laughs> in the smoke but they can't like be sitting at a table with their parents in a bar section no oh no not happening. wow the one thing that I heard about, um, the one thing I heard about Indiana that has stuck with me for a very long time is I have a good friend who went to University of Indiana, Bloomington. A lot of and Jews. A lot, a lot. Of, lot of Jews, mm-hmm. but a lot. Yeah. I mean, it's a very diverse um, yeah. mm-hmm. school. And she said that on the radio, and now I don't remember the name of the song, but remember that Macklemore song that yeah. was like all about like same-sex marriages and yes. mm-hmm. love is love? They would play that song, but they would edit out that, like, middle section of him talking about same-sex marriage or whatever it was. And that was just how it was on the radio. And that is, I mean, it makes sense, but it's something that I just always think about when I think of Indiana. They fully do that. My elementary school, there was a a girl in my class who was Muslim who um, would not stand for the Pledge of Allegiance, and then, you know, was fasting during Ramadan. Mm -hmm. And so we're in elementary school, we're children, and it was like, okay, you know, like, it, and and maybe that's because we were young, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't like, if anything, we were like, that sucks that she can't, like, I remember her not being able to go to the water fountain, um, (sighs) like, during gym class or something. And so we felt bad for her, but we weren't like, ugh, what a weirdo. Yeah, I don't remember that being my instinct at all. Well, kids also don't have those, like, biases or prejudices. Like, that's something that you learn later in life. Or you don't, you choose not to to be uh, racist or yeah. biased or whatever. Yeah. I did want to touch on Christmas and Easter. I feel like mm-hmm. your family does Christmas big. I don't want to profile yeah. you, but. No, we do. We do it big. I have to say, it's. I don't know. It's not for baby Jesus. It's for us. <laughs> um, but we have, like, a massive... It's gotten small over time, but massive Christmas Eve party every year. Oh, so fun. That yeah, it's fun. really fun. Lots of, like... My best friend in Indy, she's a nurse. And so she, like, always takes that day off. Like, people would... I remember one year, my brother's friend, like, we were having... I think Christmas dinner the next day at like 4 p.m. And uh, my brother's friend like came up the stairs and he had been sleeping in our basement the whole day. Oh my God. Like he had just gotten so wasted at the party that he was just asleep in the basement. And my <laughs> brother knew, but so none of us fun. knew. Yeah, it was very, very fun. Um, and so Christmas Eve is like huge for us, big. And we don't even go to church anymore to see my dad <laughs> sing. My dad will go to church to sing. And if we really want to, we will. But like the last time we went, we my dad has to save us seats. We're not coming early. So like he has his guitar case down and we sit behind the choir and then we come late and we leave early again. Wait, behind the choir is where you sit? Yeah. Yes. Oh yes. So you have in, backstage passes to mass. I love that. We sit that. in the choir section, but are not singing. Not part of choir. That's amazing. And, um, and then we just go home and have our party and then we love it. But we'll travel on Thanksgiving, we've definitely, like, we've gone to the Bahamas, we've gone to Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. We love, I love a kitschy Santa. Like, I love mm-hmm. an a island Santa, Santa on a surfboard. Oh, my so God. So do I. Mm-hmm. Addicted I, to it. My husband and I got married um, around Christmas, so we were in Hawaii for our honeymoon at Christmas time, and it's just, like, my dream. Melikaliki Laka. Like, I just go nuts <laughs> for it. I can't get enough. I have all these pictures that I made him take of me next to, like, Noel pillows. Like, he's like, why do you want this? Like, I just love it here. So, I, we, yes, I love Christmas, Christmas movies, but when people start to get, yeah, when it starts to get real Jesus-y, I'm like, I'm out, I yeah. think. 
That takes the fun out of it. Yeah. As someone who's never celebrated Christmas, I can say that with confidence. (laughs) I celebrated Christmas for the first time last year and it was fucking dope. I'm psyched to do it again. It's so fun. The food is awesome. And I, at Easter, I love Easter. I think of Easter as like probably my third biggest eating day of the year (laughs) because it's great. Like we used to go to... Oh, an Easter buffet was like a dream come true. Massive. Like uh, my brothers and I still were like the Omni. The hotel's not even there anymore that we would go to. It's been torn down and now it's a (laughs) for-profit hospital. But like the Okay, that is the worst use of space. (laughs) I know, exactly. There's like a corner where there's like 75 hospitals and it's like, we don't need all of these. Bring back the Easter brunch. But it's um, like honey baked ham, tenderloin, just like miles it felt like miles of food and that was the promise because easter mass is longer oh obviously you know he's been resurrected so we really we got to do it big (laughs) you know we can't we can't be cutting out at 59 minutes you're going like an hour 15 hour 20 because the kids got to come all this shit (laughs) so you're like really hungry by the end of that and you can't really leave easter mass early they will know but you guys have heard of c and e christians right no just christmas and easter it's like when you oh, just go to sure yeah sure, so sure. it's like you just you celebrate the big ones i see people out here and they'll have like ah they'll do ash wednesday and i'm like that i've never done that in my life i've never done that in my life but people do it people do it interesting ash wednesday is an interesting thing in hollywood I mean, I don't know. I've had a lot of bosses come in late, like for Ash Wednesday, and I'm like, I know for a fact you're not religious. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's more of a presence thing, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's like that curb Depends. episode, you know, exactly. when they're like, yeah. I lived in Belfast, Northern Ireland, with Ooh. with my parents. Oh. Um, and I was 25 and my dad got a job or like was working and they needed him to go over there. And it was a really like crazy, fascinating time. That's really when I started to learn more about the Catholics and the Protestants not mm-hmm. liking each other. Just since I had been raised Catholic, I didn't really know because my dad's part had just sort of been shut out. Pushed to the side. Last night, I started reading this book called The Heart's Invisible Furies. I'm about uh-huh. 20 pages my in. My mom just finished that book. Oh, she was talking she about did. it like all weekend <laughs> last weekend. But it's about, I, I actually don't totally know what it's about because I'm not that far, but it's about <laughs> this woman in like the 1950s or 60s who well she's not she's 16 at the time and she gets Uh pregnant and she's irish catholic and like the first chapter of the book is her getting like called out in church and then like kicked (gasps) out of her family and of the community for getting pregnant and like the pastor the i I always get this the priest the The priest the priest the priest is like dragging her in front of the entire <gasps> church. I was like, well, these people are not fucking around. And is this in America? No, it's in Ireland. It's in Ireland. Yeah. 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 It's, you know, Ireland is really um, progressive in mm-hmm. a lot of ways, but it is a, it is, it is deeply religious. Yeah. And so, but I, I don't think that would happen now. I mean, no. like when I was in Ireland, I was like, these bitches are so hot. Like <laughs> truly the hottest women I've ever seen. And I'm like, there's no way they can keep them from having sex till marriage. There's no way. <laughs> no way. <laughs> they had like underwear, like cute. They were like wearing like boy shorts out at the club. And I'm like, oh my God, I love them. I love them. When you were in Ireland, did you feel like these are my people because everyone had red hair? Well, so Northern Ireland, red hair is uh, traditionally Catholic. Uh-huh. Look. Um, and Northern Ireland, you do not necessarily want to look traditionally. Like people would, right. look oh, at my, interesting. people would look at my mom and me with my dad and shake their head because my dad, it looks traditionally Protestant. Yeah. And they know, like you would see my family and be like, what are you talking about? They obviously know. It's not a look that you definitely want up there. Oh, and we, my mom really didn't even want people to know, you know, her name's Margaret McMahon, Peggy McMahon. It's a, that's very Catholic. Mm-hmm. And Gailey is Protestant. And mm-hmm. so she was like, do not tell people my maiden name. Like, and when we were in Southern, I went to the Republic of when I was a kid and we went by my mom's last name. Oh, wow. But we, when we were in Belfast, we lived in a traditional Protestant neighborhood. It was like a, an affluent neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And then there was a traditional 
affluent Catholic neighborhood, but then the, the I don't even know what they call, I don't think they call them the ghetto anymore, but like, so they have neighborhoods that are Catholic and are Protestant and they are walled. It's the most walled city in the world. And during the weekends, there's gates and they close them because they cannot be together. Whoa, that's so intense. Yeah. And also like really sad. It is, you know, they've had peace since the late 90s. And then there's little pockets that will will come up. Mm-hmm. There is like the day of the orange. There's some holiday in July that we were like, townspeople were like, you should just leave town. Nothing's going to happen to you. We, <gasps> oh nothing's going to happen to you. We just don't really want you to like see this necessarily. Because it's like a, it's a big massive like Protestant parade. And it's so funny because like my dad w- would want to stay. Yeah. Um. And, and my mom, you know, we just look a certain way mm-hmm. that it sometimes made it not the safest for us but then once people hear that we're american they're like oh okay fine like right they just they're like oh americans we in belfast especially too they want americans because no one traveled there for so long because it was very unsafe right. um there's a the hotel europa it's the most bombed hotel in europe Whoa. um and bombs bomb threats constant 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 my dad stayed there and you're like oh my god and it just it just Your dad was like be- this is great <laughs> Yeah, of course. But there's just little things like that. I dated a a Catholic guy when I was there and he was a defense attorney and we would like go past bars and he's like that bar like bought me my car because people just go in there and get wasted and fight each other. But like they can't, at least when I was there in Belfast, you could not wear any team insignia, nothing to go into a bar because it's like they just get mad. They fight each other. This conversation is making me want to rewatch Dairy Girls because I- it's the best. That's what that's what it is. That's yeah. what it is. And so Dairy Girls, they're Catholic. That's mm-hmm. why they call it Dairy. If they were Protestant, it would be called London Dairy Girls. Oh, okay. It's all making sense. The Protestants are loyal to the throne. They're loyal to the right. British Empire. Okay. And the Catholics, and the reason they split apart is the Catholics are loyal to Ireland. Gotcha. Belfast just reminds me of that one season of Sons of Anarchy where they go to Belfast. And... They do? Oh my God, yeah. I think it's season three and the whole oh thing is gosh. in Belfast. Oh my God. Okay, I'll watch that. I love Belfast. It's a truly magical place. It's where um, the Titanic was like built or sailed from and they even blame each other. Like, I can't remember <laughs> if the Catholics or Protestants built it. Blame the iceberg. And then the then the other one like sailed it and they'll be like well it sank because they sailed it wrong of and they're course. like no it sank because the catholics didn't know how to build a boat they like <laughs> still fight about it oh i love them <laughs> drama they had some dust ups i feel like it doesn't get enough attention like where like where is this in the media let's like not talk about israel palestine for like a minute let's <laughs> we should all focus our energy on this it's really well and they find american racism to be very confusing and just like well guys get over over. Like, stop it because it's so, it's such a short amount of time to like two, oh, 200 yeah. years is nothing wow, to them. Yeah. They've hated each other for 700 years. So their schools are separate. I mean, like, it's a, it's a fully separated culture in certain parts of the city because like the walls are built high enough that it's supposed to prevent Molotov cocktails from going over. <laughs> I'm like genuinely shook. I've every, I mean, <laughs> This is like and, the most educated I've felt in a very long time. Yeah. And you can take a black cab tour um, through these neighborhoods. So someone and, and like a man, you know, is your tour guide and he's driving you through a black cab. And so the neighborhoods know like that's a tourist coming through mm-hmm. and they and they show you the murals of there were a bunch of Catholics who did hunger strike when they were imprisoned during the troubles. Mm-hmm. And so they have murals for them. And you don't find out until the end if your driver is Protestant or Catholic because they don't want you to be afraid when you're in the other neighborhood like if you have a Protestant driver they don't want you to be afraid when you're in the Catholic neighborhood we have I need to go on one of these tours I need to see this for myself it's amazing and it's a really beautiful city you know who their most successful mayor ever was a Jew they were like yes we love this (laughs) we could agree on one thing (laughs) they built this beautiful it's not a hoopah but it like looks like it's like a yellow beautiful structure to like honor that person and they loved their Jewish mayor yeah that's so sweet okay Jessica we are planning a trip to Ireland I've only been to Dublin and then I went to like Galway for like 10 minutes and so that's Republic of Mm -hmm. and and beautiful and gorgeous beautiful Mm -hmm. I do think uh, Northern Ireland that's what Northern 
iron. Um, they it's a totally different vibe. Like they're yeah. the bloody hand of Ulster is like one of the flags, and it's just a, a their flag is just a bloody hand. Like they're wild up there. That's like Game but of Thrones vibes. Yes, it is. And they filmed a lot in Belfast in Northern Ireland. Londonderry is beautiful. I mean, it's um the cliffs of where there's some there's some gorgeous cliffs um, of moor or whatever mohair mohair i can't remember i think the cliffs of moor are southern but i don't know they're very difficult sometimes you have no idea what anyone is saying despite them speaking english oh yeah yeah it's great i love i mean it. i watched dairy girls with subtitles oh yeah you yeah. guys <laughs> i watched it without subtitles to try and like challenge myself yeah. yes to be like i i can i can do this but my parents love dairy girls i mean the pilot episode they like the b plot is that bridges shut down because someone's gonna blow it up mm-hmm. and that's just like right. regular shit to them like i Israel love a comedy Palestine. set in tragedy yeah <laughs> oh we, we love, love a war zone comedy <laughs> yeah can you do an irish accent i find it's like the hardest accent to do uh, um I- oh, so when i lived there i definitely was like this is my dad you know like i <laughs> I, I started to like mom like i definitely started i i was there long enough that you kind of would like fall into yeah. oh but it was it was an amazing time and they'd love americans maybe it this was 10 years ago but they, maybe things have changed <laughs> they were like yeah but they were yeah but they were like <laughs> oh my gosh the, if americans are coming then like that's good yeah we would have um girls or like young kids from Belfast come over and stay kind of like foreign exchange students at, at some point in my life. And and they were Catholics, usually kind of leaving the troubles for a summer. Oh, that sounds nice. We didn't have that. Not in Phoenix. We had foreign exchange right, okay. students, but... I never had any foreign exchange students of any kind. Oh ever. my gosh. Really? Wow. Okay, so we had like a lot. And can you imagine being like, I'm going to America and then you go to Indianapolis? Like, <laughs> but I feel like that's all... I feel like how it always is common. Yeah. 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 Because we had like, oh my God, we had tons. My best friend lost her virginity to a German foreign exchange student. Wow. I Wait, like, that's amazing. Tomas, he was yeah. uncircumcised and we were like, ah! <laughs> no, we, were, we were, I mean, we're teens. So we're shocked. We were shook to the core. <laughs> shook to the core. I uh, wish we had foreign exchange students. Our mm-hmm. temple like did a program where they brought like Israeli boys over and uh-huh. like they would sometimes live in the houses of like the cantors. But then it came out that like one of the cantors was like molesting them so then they stopped the program that i i i'm devastated to hear that but i'm sure the catholic church in the region is like see (laughs) we're not the only only." i know it was i told this story on a another podcast once with noah finling who i'm sure you know and love noah And then one of Noah's friends listened and was like, wait, I had the same cancer. And we didn't even go to the same temple. So this cancer was like bopping from temple to temple, like doing the same thing. That's very Catholic to be like, I got to go. I got to move on. I know. Wild. Wow. I, we wanted to ask you about your husband. Yes. Was he brought up religious? And did yes. you have any like religion in your wedding? So my husband is um, first generation Filipino. Mm-hmm. Filipinos are very Catholic. Okay. Uh, yeah. And so he was raised Catholic. He was an altar boy. He went to Catholic school K through 12 and all boys, all boys Catholic school. He probably rejects it even more than I do. Like he was an altar boy because they were going to get to go to Six Flags. And then (laughs) when they, when there was the meeting, he like went to the meeting and they were like, CJ, you never showed up. You were so bad. You're not going to Six Flags. And he was like, the fuck? So he was like a, you know, he was like a flunky altar boy. And then... I don't necessarily think of his mom as super, super religious still. Like, I don't think she goes to, maybe she does go to church, but we had no religion in our, <laughs> um, in our ceremony whatsoever. I mean, we said, we, we definitely, mm-hmm. we got married outside in Palm Springs. A, my friend who is a Jewish woman was our minister. Wait, was Lisa and- Traeger? Wait, was it Lisa? No, Lisa was my, oh, was oh, one of sorry, my bridesmaids. Okay. Oh, okay. She was one of my bridesmaids. And then um, who Lisa hosts her podcast with Kara Clank. Okay. Um, yes. a, a nice Jewish woman from New Canaan, Connecticut. Oh. She, she was our minister. She had done it before and is okay. like wonderful at public Experienced. speaking. Yeah. yeah. So I was, and is married. I did. I did want someone who was oh, married. Oh, so to they marry know us. what it's like. Yeah, so they know a little bit. That's interesting. Um, I like that. And then we we lit a my mom and his mom lit a unity candle. 
And then we said a remembrance for the people that were not there, but there was no, there was no prayer. It was very non-denominational. And my parents were totally fine with that. His mom was totally fine with that. Everybody was good. That's the way to do it. That's great. I was just at a Catholic wedding and it was an outdoor wedding. So I thought like, oh, this is going to be chill. I was wrong. No, no. Truly like heads were turning. He was like, or heads were rolling. Excuse me. (laughs) He was like, (laughs) the officiant was like talking about having Catholic babies, protecting our elected leaders. And I was like, wait, is this about your agenda? Is this about the couple getting married? First of all, they're going to do a full mass. So they're going to priest. You know, yeah. like priests are gonna praise. They're gonna mm-hmm. give a little spotlight, but it's like that's their show. And yeah. and I know the church where I grew up going is beautiful, and I've been to weddings there. But they're so particular about like flowers because they don't want the church trashed. And it's mm-hmm. not a wedding venue; it's a house of God. Yeah. And and the and the landlord for that house is the priest, and they are not gonna they're not gonna be chill. I that was not gonna be I mean I've been to Catholic weddings where the priest was like everyone bow their heads and pray for the single women here and you know because they want us to find love and you know make babies and stuff and I'm that's just like not gonna be the vibe that I wanted um and so yeah I I have two older brothers one got married in a church they are now no longer together Mm. um but that's I don't blame the church and then uh one got married on the beach and they had a friend do it, be their like, master of ceremonies as well. And so it's, it is nice. It is nice to grow up Catholic and then have your parents be like, we actually don't really care anymore. Yeah. Your pa- parents sound amazing. They seem super chill. Thank you. My mom, who was raised Catholic, her parents divorced in the 60s. Mm. And so then, and like it caused so much she had struggled to find a priest to come and give my grandfather last rites. Oh my and God. this man was a pediatrician for low-income families. Like, just come and give him his last rites. Oh my and God. my mom was treated really terribly in Catholic school and, you know, hit mm-hmm. by nuns. And right. just not... I think she has some positive, but I would say overall it's not... Yeah. Uh, it's not great for a young girl whose parents mm-hmm. are divorced to be in that. And so she really not turned on it, but was like, I'm going to take what I want to take and I'm going to leave everything else that I don't want. And so she became like a parish nurse, which is just like if, you know, people in the parish are having issues, they can talk to her. But that's really, you know, she was the Catholic driving force. And so with her being kind of half out, we were all sort of, she snuck me out of my confirmation training so I could go to a cookie exchange party. Okay, <laughs> an icon. She's like, you don't need to, it's whatever. You, wh- What do you need to know? You're a good person. You know, like- Confirmed. That's, they're, they're much more, <laughs> yes, confirmed. They're much more like, live your life as a good person and it, Catholicism can, if that helps lead you. Listen, we've been to the Vatican. Peg and mm-hmm. I, we're going to have fun. We're going to cover our shoulders, but we're at the Vatican because it's a museum, not yeah. as a religious pilgrimage. Same. The Vatican is um, wild. Yeah, it it's is. lit. And it I've been I've been three times, which is embarrassing to say. And every <laughs> time I go, they've moved the barriers back. So it used to be like oh, you could be right up rubbing on mm-hmm. shit because there is like a foot you're supposed to rub, <laughs> and it's like worn down. And now it's like the Pieta has like a bulletproof glass in front of it, and you're like. Who is shooting at a sculpture? Like that's in what? What do you that's think? That's like that? I know. that's the Mona Lisa. If you've ever thing. seen the Mona Lisa, yeah, yeah. There, the bulletproof glass is like seventy-five inches. Yeah, off the wall. Mm-hmm. It's so small, and it was like the biggest waste of fucking time. <laughs> but the Vatican yeah. Museum is beautiful. But when you're Vatican's there, amazing. you're like, oh, I mean, I think the Catholic Church is the wealthiest landowner in the world. That and makes sense. It is frustrating to be like, oh, you guys have gold ceilings, but like you have missionaries in Africa that are like not doing enough. You know, like you could be yeah. sending them some some aid. I know, like La Sagrada Familia gets redone like every year yeah. and there's like updated gold yeah. stained glass. It's like, yeah. all right. Mm-hmm. They've been redoing that church for a long time. I didn't, I actually thought it was never finished. Like that there is- Oh, you're right, right, Megan, yeah. I that think that's That maybe right. they're like, no, it'll, it, we just have to keep going. And you're like, yeah. Okay. The thing is I've been to Barcelona three times. So similarly Gorgeous. to you in the Vatican, mm, I, well too traveled. many times, but every time I've been there, they've still been redoing it or updating yeah. it or building onto it. And yeah, it's like, just be done. I heard a man call another man a fucking douchebag in the Sistine Chapel. <laughs> and, it, 
and it was a real dream come true. You know, I would just love to be like, to oh, context. we're still gonna human wherever we are. You know, we can't. Were they American? Um, he was in a like the guy. Someone was taking a picture, and you're obviously no features, not right. supposed mm-hmm. to be taking pictures. And it was a guy in a Wu Tang shirt who I think called <laughs> so... the guy taking the picture a fucking douchebag. I think it was. I think it was American on German crime. Oh, or like, love that. Yeah, you yeah, don't yeah, see yeah. that that I, much honestly, anymore. Honestly, not mad about that. Not, not since World I mean, War II. No, <laughs> not I, enough. And I try and bring it up. I'm like, remember when you guys? And they're like, we do not want to remember that. And I'm like, okay, but you did. And they're like, we know. <laughs> Megan, before we go, wait, is there anything you want to promote? You have a new podcast, or it's a new yeah. po- You have like, I looked it up. You've appeared on 69 podcasts. I'm sad to be the 70th. Oh We're my sad. god. Oh my gosh, that is crazy yeah okay um you are yes. okay you're better than okay <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so this podcast i'm doing right now is called i love a lifetime movie and i host it with naomi ekperrigan who is a super a hilarious an absolute icon legend um and comedian and we our daddy is the lifetime network we are mm. sanctioned that is that is our religion now <laughs> and so the nice thing is we have their blessing they're a part of it and so we get to play all the clips we get to interview the stars we have a fran drescher interview that you can listen to Ooh. um we've interviewed candy burris of the real housewives of atlanta carrie hilson of pretty girl yes. rock fame. Yes. I mean, lifetime gets stars so it's really fun we watch a different lifetime movie each week and then um break it down and our next big big one is going to be the third harry and megan we've covered the first two yes and then the third harry and megan fun fact in the second movie she has to convert from catholicism to becoming protestant because of the british throne there you yeah. go. You heard it here first. And there's a Full different circle. Harry and Meghan in every movie. I'm surprised they couldn't get the real Meghan. <laughs> Are you surprised? <laughs> you know, she like still has an agent listed on IMDb. Is it, who is it? Is she at WME? You did. She was at Gersh. She oh, was at Gersh. Gersh. She could do better than that. <laughs> oh my. That is so hilarious. I know. Have you have you guys covered um, the Lifetime original movie Odd Girl Out with no. Alexa Vega? It's old. If okay, you're great. going back in time, it's my favorite. It's she's like a beautiful girl. You know, she's from Spy Kids, and she's getting bullied for like literally no reason for like being fat, and she's so skinny. Mm-hmm. And there's one scene where she takes a scissor and she like starts pinching her fat and you think she's going to like cut off her fat, but instead she just like gives herself a bad haircut. What? <laughs> we did cover the re the reboot remake of Mother May I Sleep With Danger, which James Franco wrote. What? Okay. <laughs> He's hard canceled You know now, what? I- Do you want to hear something psychotic? I took yes. a directing class at UCLA, like the extension program, and the director of that movie taught the class. Oh my Whoa. God. Okay, because there are some style choices in it. I think you should watch it and maybe give them a break. I, I, he made us watch it in class. I was like- So you've seen it, you've I've seen it. So you saw that, seen it. that sexy Macbeth. I've not seen Lots it, I'm choices. embarrassed to say. I have Don't to be embarrassed. No, you haven't seen the remake of Mother May Sleep with Danger about lesbian vampires? How dare you? Colin's sick to work. You gotta see it. Yes, there's Clear a my really schedule. sexy, there's a really sexy Macbeth. There's so many montages that border on softcore porn. Like it's, it, yeah, it's lesbian vampires. It's a, it's, it's a wild one. Wow. I've said wow yeah. so many times today, but you've left me speechless, wow. Megan. <laughs> wow. You have me I, speechless. And it's early too, you know? So like yeah. you're, you haven't seen the world yet. So I everything haven't. I'm saying is, you know, the I'm first thing you're, you're like, there's walls, <laughs> but then you're going to go outside and see a human take a shit and be like, oh, Megan said nothing, nothing new. Exactly. I really hope neither of you see a human taking a shit outside today. Well, I probably we don't will. know. I'm going to go for a run, which is actually a walk, and maybe I will. I hope mm-hmm. not. I hope not. <laughs> which is actually a walk. In Santa Monica, you never know. Megan, this was so fun. Truly, what a ride. I feel like we're always just like, this was so fun. No, but it actually was so we fun. It was it such a ride. Oh, my God. Yeah, IRL. If the Delta variant could calm down. Do you ever ask people what their confirmation name was? No. What's your confirmation no. name? I didn't know. Oh, so I have. I have a joke about it. You have to, yeah, you have to take like a new name for your like yeah adulthood. Mm-hmm. Um, mine is Anastasia. 
and it is not in the Beautiful. Bible. It is not in the Bible. I simply, it was on one sheet and then no other sheets ever again. Like they give you like a list and it was on one. And then like I got 25 other lists and it wasn't on there. And um, I just was so annoying that they just let me be Anastasia. That's a So you must be name. like the only one. You and like I am, the I'm maybe the only one. And I have a guy friend, another comedian friend. He has a joke about his too. He, his name is Michael. And then he chose Michael as his confirmation name too. Because oh, they would make you like kneel and then rise as you're new <laughs> Christian self. It's wild. I also had a joke about my Hebrew name because my Hebrew name is Yechevet, which uh-huh. means, which is the name of Moses's mother. Mm, and gorgeous. like the only thing that Moses's mother, birth mother did was throw him in a river. And like, oh, no, you in took a like a villain's name. <laughs> yeah. You're like, my name is Cruella. <laughs> Literally, but it wasn't, you don't take your own Hebrew name. You're given it at like at a birth. baby naming yeah. or at birth. Okay. So, and they were like, this baby my seems like she would throw herself in a river. <laughs> <laughs> that was the joke. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, Megan, this was so much fun. Yeah, this was a blast. Thank yes. you. Thanks for joining us, Megan. You can follow her on Instagram at Feather Megan Gailey and Twitter at Megan Gailey. Be sure to check out her new podcast with Naomi and Kerrigan and Love Life Time TV wherever you get your pods. And while you're at it, Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or listen for free on Spotify to pray for us. And don't forget to rate and review us and leave a comment. If you want to support the show financially, check out our Anchor page and follow us on Insta at Pod. Have an amazing day, night, morning, life. Shabbat shalom. This podcast mastered and mixed by the one and only Josh Fisher. Yay, Josh. We love you, Josh. <laughs>